This is the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, November 14th. No Corey today, so we're going this thing solo, but uh, I think we'll have just a, a, a little bit to talk about. Uh, maybe about uh, maybe about a, a, a certain football team. Cousins back to throw on 4th and 18. He's given time. He wants Jefferson. Climbs the ladder. Oh my goodness! Justin Jefferson pulled it in! The catch of his life keeps the Vikings' hopes alive! There's no way! I cannot believe what I watched yesterday. The Minnesota Vikings, an improbable and undeniably exclamation point on this season. I mean, my goodness, was that a great game. I was listening, uh, watching, I watched about the first quarter. Uh, on my phone, and then I was watching this and listening to the second quarter uh, over on the Superstation yesterday afternoon, and then I watched uh, the entire second half on TV, and boy, let me tell you, about middle of the second quarter, I thought Buffalo's going to score like 80 points on us. There's going to be, like, they're just moving up and down the field. There is no way, and I know everybody said, oh, well, like, you know, they may be up, but like, it's a you know this team comes back all the time. There's no need to worry. There's no need to to panic. But I was panicking. I was like, not only are they going to lose this game, but they're going to get embarrassed, and everybody's going to think the Vikings are frauds. No, no, no. They come back, and the Vikings prove to again be the comeback kids and get a ginormous win. That's one though. They turn from the comeback kids to the comeback men right there. That separates the man from the boys uh, in, in that win that the Vikings got. They were down 17 points in the second half and came back and won that game. Kirk Cousins looked like he was not having a good time for most of that ball game. He had a good first drive as he usually does and then in the middle two quarters he was melting down. He threw two terrible interceptions. I know some people are going to make excuses for Kirk but he threw terrible interceptions and I was like oh boy here we go it's the Kirk Cousins game. We're never going to win with Kirk Cousins. All this all this jazz and then he did something that he has never did in a Vikings uniform. At least not at this level. He shook off his bad plays and made good ones at the end. He shook off two bad interceptions and was able to come back and throw lasers down the field to Thielen, to Osborne, to Jefferson. I mean, Justin Jefferson, we'll get to him in a second, unbelievable. The man is an animal out there on the field. But with Kirk Cousins, he did something he's never did before. Not pulling off a comeback win. Like he's he's done that at times. This is certainly his best comeback win as a Viking. But what he was able to do, just shaking off the bad plays and able to put his best foot forward. We've seen Kirk Cousins before. If he plays a bad game, he'll let you know early because he'll play bad in the about the second quarter. You'll kind of know what kind of a game it is for Kirk Cousins, where he looks scared, he's dumping it off, he's making safe passes. And I think that's been the biggest thing, is Kirk Cousins looks like a different quarterback. The stat line doesn't show it. He's already thrown more interceptions this season than he did all of last season, and there's still like six or seven more games to go. So it's not that. What it is, and I talked about this last week, 
is Kirk Cousins just looks different. His demeanor is different. He's taking ownership of this offense, of this team. And that's what's been impressive. And he was able to shake off the rust and say, I don't care that I've thrown two bad interceptions this game. I'm going to throw another 50-50 ball to Justin Jefferson. I'm going to give him a chance. Kirk Cousins didn't put the team on his back. Justin Jefferson did. And that's not a that's nothing bad against Kirk. Uh, but what Kirk was able to do is continue to put his team in a position to succeed. And that is what he did today that I've never seen him do for the Minnesota Vikings, especially in this environment. A good team in Buffalo on the road. It's cold. It's snowing. It's all that kind of stuff. The crowd is loud for the Bills. And you're down on the road in a bad environment in the second half by 17 points and you come back and win that game. Incredible. Bravo to Kirk Cousins. Bravo to Kirk Cousins. His finest game as a Viking, not statistically, but for just what it meant and what he was able to do. When the Vikings signed Kirk Cousins almost five years ago now, the thought was he was going to be able to win them games like this. Hey, your defense isn't playing very well. Buffalo is gashing them all the time. Hey, man, you th- like your offense isn't humming right now. But a couple bad interceptions. Like you're losing in the second half. The reason the Vikings signed Kirk Cousins and picked him over Case Keenum and Teddy Bridgewater or whoever or a rookie quarterback at the time was because Kirk Cousins they thought was talented enough and had enough skill and had enough skill plug guys around him to be able to pull the team back from a deficit like this and win them the game. And this is the first time in those five years that I've really seen it all come together. Now, you can blame that on head coaching. You can blame that on Kirk. That's not what we're here to talk about. What we're here to say is that Kirk Cousins had the finest game ever he had as a Viking, even though his stats didn't show it. He played a game that made everybody remember why the Vikings were so excited to bring Kirk Cousins in in 2018. And it's for reasons like this to be able to put a team on your back uh, in a way and shake off the bad mistakes and, and go do your thing. Now, the guy who really put the team on his back was Justin Jefferson. But here's the thing about Kirk Cousins, and this is my last thing on him. Kirk Cousins was able to shake off the rust, and he was able to throw the ball towards Justin Jefferson. And if you look at the Vikings before... Kirk Cousins was always, he was throwing the safe throws. He would never throw risky passes. I remember a year ago on the morning sports desk, me and Corey were talking about that. He doesn't, why doesn't he just lob it up to Justin Jefferson? Kirk Cousins is doing that this year. According to next gen stats of the NFL, Justin Jefferson was responsible for nine catches with a sub 50% completion probability. So what does that mean? We said, Kirk, Throw Justin Jefferson 50-50 balls. He's good enough to come away with it. Kirk Cousins not only did that, he threw balls that had a more uh, had a better chance of getting intercepted than they did of getting a caught by Jefferson. But Jefferson comes away with the ball. Now, I don't want him throwing 50-50 balls to K.J. Osborne. I want him throwing 50-50 balls to Justin Jefferson because Justin Jefferson is the great uh, is the best wide receiver in the NFL. I, I'm, I'm ready to say that. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL. He's Justin Jefferson already has put himself in Randy Moss category. And I know we like to think of Randy Moss as the good player the Vikings had. Randy Moss was one of the greatest wide receivers, if not the greatest wide receiver of all time 
And Justin Jefferson is putting himself in that same stratosphere. Now, seeing Stefan Diggs for the Bills yesterday, I loved Stefan Diggs. I wish he never left. Part of me wishes he never left. But him leaving is what got the Vikings Justin Jefferson. And I can't and the trade worked out for everybody. Diggs was a necessary bravado. He helped Josh Allen. Like, like Diggs and Buffalo was a perfect match. Jefferson and the Vikings is working out just fine. So it all worked out in the end. I love Stefan Diggs, but man, Justin Jefferson is on another planet right now. Justin Jefferson is so, so good. I, I just can't get over this game. So that's Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson's awesome. Patrick Peterson had two interceptions off of Josh Allen, both in the end zone, which, again, Patrick Peterson, who's an aging veteran, he's a Hall of Fame player after what he did in Arizona. For the last two seasons, him in Minnesota has kept that cornerback group hanging on by a thread. It's not a deep group. It's not a very good group outside of him. But he's keeping that thing afloat with his veteran presence. And the one thing about this defense, they got gashed. Like, the Bills were able to go up and down the field, and they could not stop them. I philosophically disagree with how the Vikings run their defense. A lot of soft zones. They don't like to challenge guys. They like to play back and try not to get burnt for big 80-yard touchdown plays. And the way the Vikings' defense is right now, the way their secondary is very thin and not great, I can see why they're doing that. I don't disagree with what they're doing now, but I just don't like the direction that that it's in. That being said, I'm not going to that's a nitpick because they won. They're 8 and 1. Who am I to who am I to say that it's not working? But the one thing about this defense that's their saving grace and the one thing that they can give up all the yards in the world, but what they're able to do, we talked about picking off Josh Allen, but also able just to uh, they say interceptions are a fluky stat because all you're doing is just taking advantage of another team's mistake. Like Josh Allen has to throw that ball poorly for Patrick Peterson to intercept it. But the Vikings have been ready to strike. This defense has whenever a team makes a mistake like Josh Allen did at his at uh, the Vikings goal line on a ball where he just has to fall forward and the game is over. Here's what happened is behind Allen, and he tried to push him. He didn't get out of there. He didn't get out. He did not get out. That's the safety. Give it to us. Give us the safety. Look at what's taking so long. Oh, the ball came out. Yes, the Vikings Vikings are going to win. Are you kidding me? Yes, drop that ball, Josh Allen. That ball came loose. Holy cow. I mean, that was, and the funny thing was, the Vikings still ended up going to overtime, but the Vikings defense took advantage of a mistake by the other team. That is the biggest thing that they've done all season. Good defenses take advantage of mistakes. And now it's fluky, it's fluky to have these turnovers, and and you can't predict them, but the Vikings, when they've been put in the position to take advantage, they have. And that's really the Vikings all season. They're not pretty, but they take advantage when they have to. They get scores when they have to. I could talk about this game for eight hours, and I feel like I wouldn't do it enough justice. This was the greatest Vikings game I've ever seen since the Minneapolis Miracle. That one's up on its own because it was the playoffs. But, and it was at home and all that kind of stuff, and it was a magical year. But this is a magical year, too, in 2022. This Vikings team is good. I don't know how far they'll go in the postseason, but what I do know is I'm just going to appreciate this thing every single day because, man, the Vikings have made football fun to watch again. 
This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, November 14th. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a 3-in-1 formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. It keeps you seeing safely all year long. Pick up some at Walmart today. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.